Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. All right, so this episode is a little bit more sensitive in nature because I want to share my story with you all. Lately, I've received so many emails from you girls listening into this podcast asking about shame and guilt and how to let go. And so I wanted to share my story with you and talk about how God transformed my life and how he can do the same for you. Now, be sure to stay tuned again for next week's episode because we are actually going to be talking all about how to get rid of guilt and shame once and for all. It was happening again. As I looked at my nine-year-old sister, we knew it was time to hide. Our dad didn't come home in a good mood. No, he was madder than mad. We didn't know what had happened, but we knew that we were in big trouble. And we knew that if he found us, it was not going to be pretty. The only hiding spot that we could think of was to slide in behind the couch that was pushed up against the wall and become as invisible as possible. But I remember that moment so well. You know, I was eight years old at the time, and I remember hiding behind that couch and thinking, I don't want to live anymore. My dad was not only physically abusive, he was also addicted to drugs. He was an alcoholic. And honestly, my mom was rarely ever home. I think she had a hard time dealing with all the stress and chaos in our home that she would just leave for weeks at a time and we wouldn't even know if she would come back. I never once heard the words, I love you from my family. I never once felt like there was anything special about me. I felt invisible and unloved. However, on that day as an eight-year-old girl hiding behind that couch, God changed my life forever. It was in that moment of thinking I no longer wanted to live anymore that I felt something on the inside of me that said, There's a reason you're here, and I want you to find out why. Later, I came to find out that it was God that was speaking to my heart. But as an eight-year-old girl who grew up in the Bible Belt, I knew about God, but I did not actually know God. But it was that voice on that day inside of me that kept me going through my childhood years, through my teen years, even as they got darker and darker. See, if there's one thing that you should know about me... It's I am determined. Some people call it stubborn. I call it determined or tenacity. When I set my mind to something, I will not quit. I will see it through. And that is exactly what I did that day. Over the next several years, I tried to discover my reason for being here by filling my life with everything I possibly could, except for God. I didn't realize that God was the missing piece. Like I said, I knew about God, but I didn't actually know God. I remember being in sixth grade 
And this really cute boy asked me to go to the dance with him. And I was so excited. I felt like this is what I'd been missing. Someone to notice me. I didn't really even know him well, and he didn't really know me well. We had fun at the dance, but after that, we didn't really talk. And that kind of fizzled out. You know, I enjoyed the moment of being invited to the dance, though, because it made me feel like I was worth something, like somebody actually cared about me. However, over the next several years, I didn't date. It was quite the opposite. I was bullied. I was humiliated in front of my whole class by the most popular kids in my school. That only made my feeling of worthlessness even stronger. I felt so numb on the inside that I began to self-harm just to remember what it was like to feel something. However, in those days of darkness, depression, pain, numbness, however, even in those days of darkness, depression, pain, and numbness that I had felt on the inside, I was still on a mission to discover why I was here. My problem, I had a huge love deficit. I didn't feel like anybody loved me or cared about me. You know, I had a few friends that I've had since kindergarten. And even though we were friends for that long, our friendship was always very surface level. Nobody even knew anything about what I was going through at home. So fast forward, now I'm a sophomore in high school, 10th grade, and that love deficit was growing even bigger. And then a friend invited me to go to the movies with her because she wanted me to meet this guy that she'd been talking to who she thought that would make a perfect couple with me because I was in that place where I wanted to be noticed and I wanted to feel like somebody cared. I took her up on her offer. That night, I got to meet a guy who genuinely seemed interested in me. And I felt like I was on top of the world, or so I thought. (laughs) I gave him my phone number that night. We hit it off. We began to date shortly after. I was still not a Christian. I didn't know God personally. And it was very clear that neither did this guy. I was 15 at the time, and he was 17. And after dating this guy for about six months, things began to dramatically change. He was no longer fun. He was no longer that goofy guy anymore. But he was very manipulative, very controlling, and physically abusive. I had found a boyfriend who was just like my dad. Girls, this is why I share with you in the episodes on crushes, flirting, and dating that if there is a guy that you like and you really do feel like God is leading you to start dating, start by hanging out with a group of your Christian friends with that guy. You will see his true character. I wish so badly that I did that, but I didn't because I didn't know these things that I'm telling you now. This turned toxic so quickly. I had no idea how to even get out of it. I was actually stuck in that relationship for a little over a year. And during that time, he was forcing me to do things that I didn't want to do and using physical abuse to get his way. So after I was finally able to break free from that relationship, there was so much guilt And so much shame that came along. See, my friends since kindergarten, they were all Christians. Well, maybe one wasn't other than me, but the majority of my friends were Christians. So I grew up during those years with good morals. So I felt so much guilt and that love deficit only grew even bigger. Now, fast forward to my senior year of high school. I stayed the night with one of my friends and this was one of my friends that was a Christian. And as a complete side note, If you have friends that are not Christians, 
even if you don't think that they will receive the message of God's love for them, tell them about God anyway. My friends never told me about the love of Jesus. They never once talked to me about it. I had no idea that that was what I was missing, that that is what I was looking for. Tell your friends, even if they don't seem like they want to know, tell them anyway, because if they do not know Jesus, they have a love deficit that can only be filled with the love of God. So it was my senior year of high school and I was 18 years old when my friend invited me to go to church with her. And it was that day, that church service, that I heard the good news of Jesus in a way that made sense to me. It was that day I gave my life to the Lord and decided I was going after him. However, just because I gave my life to the Lord that day, it didn't mean that the pain, the depression, the numbness, the shame, the guilt were gone. As soon as I gave my life to the Lord, yeah, he took away my sins and it was amazing. And he forgave me of everything that I ever did wrong, but I didn't forgive myself. I hadn't forgiven my dad. I hadn't forgiven my mom for leaving, not knowing if she was coming back. I didn't forgive the guy who hurt me. I carried all that with me. So after giving my life to Jesus, still in my senior year of high school, I got into another relationship that did not honor God. After that relationship ended, I vowed that I was never going to date again and that I was not going to get married until I was 80 years old. I was determined that I was done because I didn't like who I was and I didn't like the things that I did and I was done. So now we're going to fast forward to my second year of college. Yes, I'd given my life to the Lord and I was actually growing so much after that last relationship had ended. The depression and the numbness were beginning to fall away, but I was far from being completely healed of my past hurts. Not because God didn't want to heal me, but because I wasn't ready to give them up to God. So when I was in my second year of college, I met another guy. This guy was funny. He was super nice. However, like I said, I vowed I was not going to date and I was not going to get married until I was 80. I had zero intentions of dating this guy. However, he didn't have the same intentions for me. When we first met, he told me all the things that I wanted to hear. He said he was a Christian. He said he loved God, that he wanted to live his life for him. That's amazing, right? But I was still not going to date this guy because I was done. Then after being friends with him for a couple months, he too began to change. Girls, again, this is why you need to get to know guys inside of your Christian friend groups. Invite them into those groups. See, one thing about this guy, and this should have been a huge red flag, but I would invite him to go and to do things with our friend groups. But he always had an excuse for why he couldn't. So as I said, he began to change. One time I was talking to him in an online chat group, just the two of us in there, and he began to make some inappropriate comments. I called him out on it. He went silent for about five minutes, then came back on and pretended that he had a friend at his house and was sorry for the comment that his quote unquote friend made. That should have been another red flag. This guy all the time was following me everywhere. Everywhere I went, he would show up. That should have been another red flag. There was one time when he followed me to my dorm room and he was kind of hanging out by the door. And then he did something that was less than stellar. We'll put it that way. And I told him that he can leave at that moment. He apologized and said, Oh, I was just kidding. That's manipulation right there. If somebody does something to hurt you and then they say, Oh, I was just kidding. That is manipulation. And it is not okay. I did not call that kidding. 
and I let him know. That was another red flag. But see, here's where he got me. And that's why I didn't end that quote unquote friendship. He told me that I was his only friend and that if I left him, he was going to take his life. He was another manipulator. I had vowed that I was never going to date again. And somehow this guy got past my guard and attached himself to me in a way that I could not get away from him. This went on for two years. Over the course of those two years, I began to hate myself again. And I didn't like him any more than I liked myself. That numbness began to come back in full swing and my relationship with God began to stagnate. It wasn't that I wasn't spending time with him daily. I was reading the Bible daily. I was praying daily, but it felt like I was just talking to myself that God wasn't there. There was something between us. I wasn't growing in my relationship with him at all. Actually, I was going backwards. So because the person I was hanging around the most was not a Christian, he was dragging me down so far away from God. Finally, after two years, I was able to walk away and not look back. And let me tell you, I am so thankful that I made that choice. So I share my story with you for a couple different reasons. Each one of us are born with a God-shaped hole on the inside of us, and we can try all we want to fill it with things like relationships or money or whatever it is, but nothing other than God can fill that hole in our hearts. The second reason I share my story with you is that I've gotten so many emails from you girls talking about shame and guilt that you're feeling for past mistakes, and I want you to know that I've been there. I get it. I held on to so much shame and so much guilt over the years because of these things that I'm sharing with you. And the only one who could take that shame and that guilt away once and for all was God. Like I said, I'm going to talk more about that in next week's episode, so don't miss out on that one. The third reason I share my story is because maybe some of you are struggling with that same love deficit that I was. Maybe you feel like I did. I felt like everyone who was supposed to love me didn't and that nobody cared about me. I want you to know that God loves you so much. He loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you and to take everything that you've ever done wrong away from you. He loves you so much. And know that if you feel like you really don't have anyone to talk to, please reach out to me. If you have the Uncommon Teen app downloaded, click on the tab that says connect with Jamie and get connected with me. Send me a message. Let me know what's going on in your life and I will get back with you. I am here for you. I don't want you to walk this journey alone. Maybe you're thinking, but I've made so many mistakes. There is no way that God would ever want me. Or maybe you're thinking, I am struggling with depression and numbness and pain like you were talking about. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know how to get free from it. Maybe you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life, but you want to. You want to receive his arms of love that are wide open for you. Maybe you did receive Jesus as Lord of your life, But then you walked away from him and you made choices that you regret and you're holding on to that shame and that guilt, but you're ready to come back to him now and to receive his forgiveness. Wherever you are today, know that John 3, 16 and 17 says that God loves you so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross for you, to take all of your pain, all of your depression, all of your sins so that you don't have to walk through life carrying all of that with you. God didn't come into the world to condemn it. He came into the world to save it. 
because he loves you so much. He wants to make you his daughter to adopt you into his family. When you give your life to Jesus, that's exactly what happens. So if you're in either one of those places, maybe you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life, or if you did receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you walked away from him and you know it's time to come back, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Father, in Jesus' name, I come to you. Sin, I turn my back on you. Jesus, I turn to you right now. I believe you died just for me. I believe that you were raised from the dead just for me. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Today, I have a brand new start with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that on that Uncommon Teen app, there is a tab that says Next Steps. Click on that. Let us know that you gave your life to the Lord. We are so excited to give you a gift to help you walk this journey out long and strong. All right. So as we say every week, I want you to repeat after me because it's so true. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Team Podcast. We will see you back here next week as we talk about how to get rid of shame and guilt once and for all. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.